You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. Girly Mags is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, home for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via Apple App Store and Google Play Store. We're here with episode three of Girly Mags, where we cover all your favorite magazines from the 90s and early 2000s. This week's issue is another winner from the YM Stacks. Canadian music staple Avril Lavigne is the cover girl for the October 2002 issue. We'll be getting into some life and beauty tricks of the goth trade, some tips on how to make the first move on your crush, some helpful advice from some wise guys, and, of course, some Halloween-inspired embarrassing moments. And now, without further ado... You're going to introduce pa- the rest of us? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to pass this off to Lauren. Thank you, Dee. I'm Lauren Prusky. Are we introducing each other let's again? Let's all do introduced. Yeah. yeah, we can go around the okay, table. Okay, I'm Lauren. Uh, my eyes are green. I'm a Cancer, but I feel like a Libra. <laughs> and my- I really like my bacon crisp. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> what about you? Now I'm going to pass it to my friend, Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. It's Andrea. Hi, guys. Um, Rowie. Just <laughs> all right. ASL. That's not a lot of introduction for Andrea. <laughs> she likes to keep those secrets. You're from Reno. Modest. Give us a little bit about yourself, Andrea. Give us a little Andrea ASL, intro. ASL, 29, female, Toronto, Reno, half American. There we go. And then... Yeah, now, let me introduce myself first. I don't my name like is, my name is James, <laughs> and I'm here to say I like to do podcasts in a podcasty way. <laughs> uh, my name is Rowie, aka Young Manischewitz. I'm here to serve you. Of course, my my name is D Mortimer. Of course, because I don't think I gave my name. No, Just in case you didn't know who I was. Okay, so I was riding my bike the other day, listening to a podcast, thinking about our podcast. And I thought, uh, young Manischewitz, if you met a, had a friend, you started a rap group, he could be called Sigmund Freud. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys could start a rap group, Jesus. and you know, you've heard of conscious rap collectives. You could be an unconscious collective. Ugh. Where's the sound? No, collect- sorry, 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 fuck this up. <laughs> collective unconscious rap group. <laughs> I fucked that up. Cricket so sounds. Like collective a, unconscious. It's more like a rap group, like a really ignorant rap group, unconscious. Is that it's, what you mean? No, it's Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung worked on the, James. on the collective You're unconscious. <laughs> Dude, but I don't even spell it's not, but it's All not right. G-U-N-G. You spell it J-U-N-G. Move on. Do not come on this podcast and try to tell me how to spell my name. You could have All right, everybody, just relax. I want everyone to just count to one, two, three, four. I'm not angry out through the mouth anymore. Get Joe hang up on anymore. The so get up and get guys, down. we have been. It's been a week, oh, and uh, but we're back. What are we talking about today? Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to be talking about some uh, some. Oh, we got some Avril Lavigne. Yeah, right? we got some Avril Lavigne. Yeah. A, a pretty great done. article from Avril well, Lavigne. Well, you know, you can't win it all. So <laughs> yeah. you may have heard D. Mortimer say that this was a October. I'm sorry, un October, 2002. I wanted to say episode, but I know that's not the right word. No, it's an episode. It's an episode. I <laughs> called sure. it an episode. It is an episode. I'm that's having fast. a psychiatric episode right now. <laughs> we all are, dude. Sigmund Freud and uh, Young Manischewitz. Oh, oh Jesus. Right, okay. Stop trying to make it happen. So in October 2002, um, Dilemma by Nelly featuring Kelly Rollins was number one third week in a row. I have literally Ooh. no memory of Kelly Rowland doing anything post. I've probably edited it in my mind. <laughs> edited it out. Can anyone sing that? Does anyone, uh, can I, anyone I can't. do a few bars of that? No. I'm um, a little bit lost on that, to be honest. Uh, My name is Nelly, and I'm here to say <laughs> I'm hanging oh, with Kelly Rowland, and we do stuff today. Okay. It's you know what? Your rap career is over starting right now. Yeah, I Nelly actually agree. Kelly, you're out. <laughs> so, uh, also, of course, um, you know, appropriate to the episode, Complicated by Avril Lavigne came out in October 2002 as well. It was a huge hit. In TV, Hot shows, 
The Bachelor first episode ever. Oh, really? I was into the first one. Yeah. The first uh, season. The Wire also started oh, yeah. in 2002. Good show. Wow. Uh, and Dr. Phil, 2002, Dr. Phil was also. Dr. Phil and The Wire started at the same time. That yeah. seems crazy because Dr. Phil's still going, but he seems irrelevant and The Wire is eternal. Yeah. I just true, watched actually. The Wire for the first time last. It's an incredible show. Last year we watched all of that. And now you watch that show with uh, the weird haired, curly haired guy who's Irish, weirdly enough. The, what's that show? What home affair. improvement. The affair. The home affair. Improvement. <laughs> oh, yes, The Affair. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yo, what what you, I have <laughs> to Tim say, like. The Tim uh, Allen podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Dr. Phil's like pretty, uh, you know, he has spawned like one of the classic memes of just of, of late, right? Oh, oh yeah. Duh, yeah, right? he's rich as heck. Oh my God. I mean, she, she met David Spade and David Spade yeah, tried to like, that. tried to like flame her. I mean, like, uh, I took a photo with the How About Dad girl and she stopped being famous five minutes before this. And then she responded on her Instagram with the same photo being like, L- I legit thought this guy was our waiter. <laughs> He does oh, look like shit. a waiter. Did somebody take David Spade to the burn unit? Because <laughs> she got him freaking good. Okay, so movies. Bowling for Columbine. I remember that was a big that one. Up, yeah, but that, that was, was huge one. that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punch Drunk Love, which was an incredible movie with Adam Sandler. His only mm-hmm. good role. His He's last good, good one. Uh, politics. Iraq War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> end of your Just, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> We're going to take off now. And, uh, and uh, hold, this is a good one. Just Jessica Simpson marries Nick Lachey. Ooh. Yes. And this is even better. Drew Barrymore divorces from Tom Green, oh God, citing irreconcilable that. differences after less than one year. Can you mommy imagine? Mommy didn't want no sausage. No, mommy Can you didn't imagine no married, being married to Tom Green? Like, he is the no. most annoying person Apparently, Tom Green, Green. Strong disagree. Apparently, Tom Green got saved by Survivor Man. He was like in the hospital. I don't know what happened, but was like, was it the when their house burned down? I have no idea. I just Drew Barrymore's house burned down like a couple years ago. I don't know. You're confusing that. that with the movie Lisa Firestarter. <laughs> no, Firestarter and Lisa, Lisa Left Eye. Like, it kind of reminds me of this one relationship that I had where I just like play random pranks on the girl and she kind of <laughs> left me. She was just like <laughs> opening the peanut butter jar in the morning and it's like fucking snakes would pop out and shit. She was just Not like, even silly snakes. Actual snakes. <laughs> Too immature. Oh my god. Very immature, right? You are working <laughs> that soundtrack, Lauren. Yeah. I've been working out my... Can we just like throw out that like I literally did not know what... <laughs> when I said mommy didn't want no sausage, I didn't realize that that was a sexual euphemism when I was saying it. First of all, for the record, it's I wasn't even listening to you, so it's, it's almost like I never heard it. You're forgiven. I forgive You're you. You're the Tom Green of this group. 100%. We're divorcing you, you forever. I'm going to fucking stab a bag of milk with a pair of scissors and soak you all in it. That oh was his God. thing, by the way. Wow. Okay, so... Gross. Tom Green, you scrub bags of milk? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Hey, that's See, Canadian bags of milk, by the way. They don't have bags of milk in the States. So what else? Did, well, you know, YM actually wanted to tell us what was going on in October of uh, 2002. In 1982, the first CD player went on sale. October 1st. It cost a whopping $625. My half-brother, sorry, I should. my half-brother Rick, uh, he bought us a CD player. He used to get us like really extravagant uh birthday gift or so Christmas gift for some reason he bought a CD player we had it for a million years where we only listened to tapes and the only CD we had was Tevin Campbell Campbell's <gasps> original that was the only CD what we what was owned. that song Te- by don't Tevin remember Campbell? but he appeared on Fresh Prince yeah he was also yeah. in um, a lot of people haven't seen this but it was uh, the uh, I almost said the color purple purple rain <laughs> Uh, a sequel called Graffiti Bridge. Two completely different things. Two very, very different things. I'm sorry if I confused anyone. Does anybody know the song Goodbye? By or so, Maybe he sings Goodbye. There's some lyric. There's a Wu-Tang lyric that goes, if you battle, you're saying goodbye like Tevin Campbell. I don't what remember song? Tevin Campbell anybody goodbye. Anybody... Please tweet, Kevin Cam- please tweet at us with if your Tevin, te- Tevin Campbell, Campbell references. is listening yes. right now, tweet at us. <laughs> Tevin Campbell does not have an internet connection. <laughs> Aww. Poor Tevin. Oh, Christ. All right, what else went on? Tell us everything. Uh, let's see. Kate, s- Kate Winslet turned 27, October wow. 25th. And or October 5th. if we're talking birthdays, NSYNC's Chris Kirkpatrick turned 31. And the criticism was, isn't he a bit old for a mohawk? <laughs> I'm just okay that he got rid of those dreads. like dreads. Yeah. I'm so happy that he's out of mo- that he's got a mohawk in this because the dreads made me uncomfortable. Oh, sorry. I think I'm just getting a line in from our editing department. This is actually a faux hawk. This is not a mohawk. <laughs> 
Snoop Dogg is nicknamed after the Peanuts character. He's 30. That's how old this is. That's how old we all are. Snoop Dogg was 30 when this came out. I think conservatively, Snoop Dogg is 87 years old now. <laughs> little Zach, little Zion, little Zach Hansen is 17, which, which is Zach? also the number of children he's had. <laughs> is he Mormon? I have no idea. No, they're, they're very religious. Is he yeah, no is he the drummer? Yeah, he yeah. was the 10-year-old. Oh. He probably he, had 17 children. He by was the, time the he talented was exactly. one. Those, those are the two kinds of people that typically have v- extreme amounts of children. Yeah. Mormons and Extreme drummers. Extreme <laughs> children. Yeah. Tommy Lee only has two kids, I think. Tommy Lee? Is he yeah. Mormon? Tommy no. Lee has two kids? No, but he's a drummer. Kids? I think so. That two he's aware of. Or he has more children. I'm sorry, but Tommy Lee has billions of children. It takes a lot of the time for those sperm to make it all the way through that horse, dude. Do you really think, do you, really think you know about what? all of Tommy Lee's I'm sorry, children? what? Tommy Lee has a giant penis. I've oh. never seen the sex tape. The sex tape with him and Pamela. No, Lee. I saw it. It's I saw 90% it. a vacation it. video. That's yeah, that's said. actually like, why, I, why I watched it's a big it. Deal. I watched it to relax. <laughs> and when you read, and when you read the dirt, he said like he, he had some person renovate his house, and like they found they stole his it. safe, his safe that had like a bunch of guns and the ta- the sex video, which is weird because why would you put a bunch of videotapes in your safe? With two guns. Dude, all your gnarly shit is in one place. What are you yeah, talking about? Exactly. All your sex videos. So he had your, this video that he thought guns, was just a vacation video. He could have had it on his drawer or in his closet. It was he so nobody would safe. get it. Well, that fucking didn't work out, did it? Well, speaking it's of, called safe for a reason. I'm sorry. Oh, no, speaking right. of sex tapes, did you guys ever f- randomly find like a VHS tape that was yep. labeled something and then was oh, not? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was labeled Untamed Heart, but it was actually <laughs> an SNL episode. We're just going to call out to everybody who's had an embarrassing moment and specifically on one of the scariest nights of the year, <laughs> Halloween. So <laughs> relevant in the middle of summer. I thought you were going to say election night. <laughs> <laughs> my mom made me a duck outfit for my friend's costume party. When I showed up, my friend answered the door wearing regular clothes. I was confused for a moment thinking it was weird she didn't dress up for her own event. Then, I looked over her shoulder. Everyone was standing behind her, not in costume, cracking up at me. I guess she had forgotten to tell me that she changed her mind about the costume part of the party. That oh. happened in Legally Blonde and in Mean Girls. That happened Stay. in Andrea's yeah. life. Andrea, <laughs> tell your story, please. Please. Okay, so... When I was 11, I just moved to Canada. I went to my cousin Carrie's uh, Y dancey, whatever. It's like preteen. I had my Eminem costume, like the bright yellow Eminem, not even like the sexy green Eminem. I thought you meant the rapper. Me too. <laughs> like the, the least fuckable of the Eminems. <laughs> and I show up at the party and I'm like liquid dancing, like raving, like having the best time. And I like look over and I realize that all of her friends are dressed as like sexy ladybugs and like fairy princesses. And I'm this giant yellow Eminem, like bumping into shit, like knocking the I chips over, like fucking have these big white hands. And and she's like, oh, don't worry. That's my cousin. She's from America. And they were like, oh. That was the moment you <laughs> lost your youthful innocence. You had a cute kid's Halloween costume. Yeah. You were yellow and, I and never, it was sexy pre-tains. I never dressed sexy ever for Halloween. I constantly, I gender bend constantly. I never dressed in a sexy outfit. And I I wish I had that costume what now. Do you do I would Halloween? wear it. <laughs> so right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Didn't you have a... I did, I did. No, I... So it was my first year of university. I went to Ryerson. So, um, no, we went to O'Reilly's, the bar that's above... It it was like right... I think it was right across the street from Sam the Record Man at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was horribly, horribly awkward. And basically w- was trying to be cool and I was one of those trying to be cool dope smokers I don't oh even know no. if you were I don't even know if you call it dope smoking anymore <laughs> that's how grandma I am grass I don't smoke weed because of this story so <laughs> I went out with these two people from my class and we went into like an alley behind O'Reilly's and smoked a joint and I was just trying to be cool and then we went back in and then I fell asleep in the bar. <laughs> I just, I fell asleep and it wasn't even like I found a corner for myself. I fell asleep <laughs> against a payphone. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, and so I basically fell asleep at a bar 
And I was dressed as Mary Catherine Gallagher from <laughs> SNL. Oh just fell asleep. And there's like people like in a, like and we're talking in a bar on Halloween, like hundreds of people around me dressed and like just raging. And I was totally fucking asleep. When you got really nervous, did you put your fingers in your armpits and smell them like this? No, I didn't. I was just I was just I was that I was so awkward I didn't even follow through with the costume. Well you fell asleep, so throwing through that the is true. I did One fall asleep. time we were at uh, a weird like you know, a weird like secret party in like uh like it was like a nineties like uh much music party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and our friend G out Sorry guys, don't do G. The friend G'd out, and then we the cops broke it up. So instead of like being concerned about his welfare and waking him up, taking him home, we dragged him unconscious to the bar down the street and just sat him down in a chair and just continued hanging out. <laughs> like weekend, weekend at, at Bernie's. Bernie's. It, he was literally weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> that was me too. <laughs> you weekend at burning the stuff. The man. way the way that I actually found that guy. We're not naming his name, right? No. Okay. The way that I found him. Like, cause I think James found him separately and they were going to like haul, they were going to like haul, you know, he was going to haul him off, but I was coming <laughs> up the stairs. There was a huge staircase and, uh, I heard these girls going, Oh my God, he's passed out. Oh my God. Like all of these girls were just like freaking out that this guy was just like sitting there just like, and he, we found him. He's kind of just like drooling. Oh my God. Up, looking up oh at the God. ceiling. It was just like a pretty funny Guys, this episode if your friend, is getting dark if your and spooky. G's out, show more personal concern than we did. That yes. is something you should look yeah, into. Please, Although they're probably if fine. If somebody is sleeping in a bar against a payphone, yes. please take care of them. Wake, sure you wake them up, home. give them water. Them yeah. If they do not respond, you know what to do. Yeah. One of the disclaimers yeah, of disco this dance. is no. this, this man had done this many times. This was like the I know. This was sort of his lifestyle. It was kind of his thing. But yeah, here, but you know what? Like, I was a girl, like yeah. sleeping in a bar, yeah, and Nobody no one did. took care of me. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, totally. No different. one took care of me. That got, this got dark, but like, yeah. it no, but it's just, true. It happens. Though. Yeah, dudes, well, like, take take care of the ladies out there. They need they and need the gentlemen help. and the gentlemen. <laughs> yes. But like, I, you know, like, if you see a woman sleeping in a bar, maybe like, maybe you Who know, are you addressing? You should address anybody. Yes. <laughs> did you say dudes? No. no. Uh, ladies always, and gentlemen. I'm so ladies sorry. Ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. <laughs> and non-gender conforming people as well. Yeah, everybody. If somebody's passed out in a bar, just like, you know, give them a hand. I also think that it's really funny with the say anything moments that the ugly duckling one is a full, f- like the ugly duck costume one is a full four stars on the embarrassment meter. It's really not that And bad. then the next one is too bad she couldn't hide in the bottle. I dressed up as a genie for my high school an- high school's annual Halloween dance. While my friends and I were getting Christina? down on the dance floor, someone's shoe got caught in my billowing red pants. All of a sudden, my bottoms fell to the ground, and I was left standing there in my underwear. I didn't know what to do, so I hid in the coat room for the rest of the night. That only got three stars. Yeah. It didn't rub her the right way. That got three stars on the embarrassment meter, but a duck costume got four. <laughs> yeah, no, that would where be way more embarrassing. Where are your priorities, like, Take off your mask, you know, at the at the party where you're the only one dressed up, and just be like, I'm the person here with the most Halloween spirit, and chalk it up to exactly. that. This Have other thing is traumatic. This thing's going to, like, affect If I walked into a party on Halloween and there was no one dressed up and I was dressed up I'd be like well I'm the fucking coolest person here then apparently (laughs) that actually happened to us this last Halloween we went to a bar and there was no one dressed up I was dressed up as the b-girl from the blind melon video no rain it was fun what was I dressed up as it's a good one Uh, Axel Rose again no (laughs) no Every uh, year. Like a weird Dress space alien? I don't know. I wasn't an alien this time. Oh, I thought you said a Sicilian, <laughs> and I was like, that would actually... Oh, I was a can of old Milwaukee. Oh, right, right. I was wearing Andrea's old woman... Like, it was a lady's costume that I adapted for and myself. And you just smelled like yourself. I constantly <laughs> think that you look like a can of Milwaukee. Uh, I look like one of the sexy pinup girls they used to have. Thank you very much. Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't wear, like, a buzz cut and overalls and not look like someone from the Midwest. Guys, by the way, I'm wearing a Tommy overalls. They're very on trend and on on topic. Yeah, we'll take a picture of him for the Instagram. Not time it. I gotta go. I gotta get that doorbell. <laughs> you guys hit the doorbell again because I'm in record <laughs> because it fucked up and James Fox. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. It fucked up. Irritating. I'm irritated too. I'm as irritated as anyone. Anyways, we're coming back for the break. We're gonna break and then we're gonna come back and my thing will be fucked. So let's take a break and James then we'll come back. James is day. fired. So let's move on to wise guys. This is, I guess, some um, they're asking guys 
their opinions and guys write in with questions. I feel like this doesn't exist. I feel like these guys aren't real. I feel like that some the editor is making up questions. I fucking hope they're not real. Every ep- yeah. every Anyways, single magazine they make. Aaron, Aaron, who's eighteen, Aaron Hasame says PMAs gets a bad rap. Whenever a girl flips out. Why do guys always blame it on premenstrual? No, that's the, no, that's no. the girl that's writing the girl. in. That's the girl writing in. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's the girl writing in. Yeah, it's no, fully the girl writing in. Oh, I saw yeah. this word. So basically, oh. okay. Did you so think Aaron's that woke? I never explain. understood the structure so of this. So basically what happened is there was these four guys. They're all fucking assholes. Who gives and a shit about his opinion? I thought it was guys writing in with their yeah. women questions. James, I'm going to put a fucking ball gag in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the readers of YM are writing in to these guys. They're called the wise guys. They are not. They are not wise at all. But, you know, they're writing in to see what guys have to say about their problems. So the first one is uh, from Alyssa, 14 years old. And she says, PMS gets a bad rap. Dear Aaron, whenever a girl flips out, why do guys always blame it on premenstrual syndrome? Aaron, in his fast fucking wisdom, says, attributing your distress to hormones is often the easy way out of an argument. Actually, that's kind of true. I've totally done it when a girl is screaming at me. Of course, that makes her even angrier, which is actually funny. It is not. It is not funny. It is not funny. I'm sorry. I must have misread this because I it's blowing my mind. It's some... <laughs> They're using some he random 18-year-old man as an authority yeah. on women's... I, I thought it was guys writing in with their Please questions. tell me more about how mansplaining is a huge thing that you're just finding out about now. Yeah, really. apparently they institutionalized apparently, it. Apparently... Oh my God, you're right. Apparently this patriarchy started in 2002. You're it's right. Just, just like, in 2002. It's, it's, it's not even like a It's not even like an authority. They're like, hey... You're so shocked right let's now. Let's young women writing. I'm sorry, let me just clarify what this is. Sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> it's young women You're writing with stupid. their problems. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, I am. <laughs> and they uh, they give the authority to some 18-year-old guy, right. Aaron Hersami, 18, to give his opinion. From like Jersey. anyone gives a shit about what he thinks about why... PMS, sorry. This is the amount of opinions that people consider important from men is huge in like It's more society. than just Aaron Hurasami, <laughs> 18. It's yeah. like every single male in the entire They've got other, other people wrote it. Like the other guys that they have gave, uh, gave, gave, their more, opinions. Like, gave more opinions on this. So um, continuing on from Aaron, he says, while we may be out of line, girls do go a bit crazy during that time of the month. You say things that make no sense and once in a while even throw stuff. How am I such an expert? Most of my cousins are girls, so I have experienced a lot of PMS from them. Jesus. Holy shit. Oh, no. Guys, so it's actually uh, the one thing that at least YM has done, and I haven't even even gotten there yet, but so they let all the guys talk and have an opinion, and then they have an opinion. They They have a section that says, we say. So, you know, they're trying to they're trying to level us. I yeah. get it, but why even give the guys this platform? Like I don't understand this this whole point, this whole thing. It's is, almost like you it's literally a crazy world. it's just mind-blowing to me that you're blown away by the fact that women sultru- socially and culturally are are raised to look for, you know, Male validation, validation and, and from validation. Men. Yes. Yeah. Guys, is misogyny a thing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm educated on yes, this. Yes, I know. I, I know. have discussions about this every day it's, still. It, yeah. it drives it's, what we you do know what? and it, yeah. and why we're doing it. No, it's a hundred percent being a man, you take so much for granted <laughs> and then reading these women's magazines, it blows my mind the inherent yeah. misogyny in them. Because I assume them to be women's magazines, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what? Like according to women's magazines according to who? So you in, know in in a world that's like a l- slightly more ideal, it would be okay to have these articles with like a preface to kind of say, these are like the stupid guys that you're going to encounter in your life. And these are, this is like kind of what they think. That would be and a way better way to I mean, like, and there is a look out for that shit because it's totally prevalent. This is, this is the way a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of guys think. So it's sort of like not... It's not like it shouldn't be surprising that this is in there at all. Like, I'm not really surprised. I just think this is just like a basic dumb guy that's just sounding off about PMS. It's a classic misconception. I want to point out, too, that this section called Wise Guys doesn't even have an introduction. It literally tells the reader 
nothing. Yeah. It doesn't give them any guidance on how to, to take the oh, information yeah. that's coming at them. It's completely out of the blue. There's n- I have no idea. What I'm getting here is I'm being directed to respond in a certain way. Yeah. You know, with, with somebody saying that that it's that it's okay to blame people yeah like, based you know on their what? based it's on their hormones subtle. it's very it's too subtle for the reader the, it's thing, very the article subtle. is called wise guys That's like right. i feel like it's like which oh, is hey, he's a wise guy right. kind of thing which means you know just kind of translating to like this guy's kind of full of shit but it's that is just I mean come on you're dealing with like a 15 year old kid exactly that's exactly way too subtle. they're You've calling them wise guys I don't think that's that's like ironic or anything they're literally saying that these guys have some like a mental authority and by the way they do give you that he is a college sophomore that's second year of college from New Jersey well that's the big thing too right like most of the girls that are reading this magazine aren't 18 and these guys are if you're like 14 15 you're oh, like yeah. oh this guy like knows what he's talking about. Like here, here's somebody who has a lot of female cousins, so he has authority on premenstrual exactly. syndrome and and hormones, and not even mentioning things like mental health or what the preface or the context of the situation is. By you the know? way, I have a lot of female cousins. They don't give me an update when they're menstruating. Yeah. So it would just be you should like, just know. I, well, I just we should have a schedule. <laughs> we should do it on Google, whatever's. But. I'm but just an angry is, like, person. They don't let you know, so it's just him being like, I have a lot of cousins who are moody sometimes, and I just attribute to them menstruating and having PMS, so that's why I know. I was an extremely moody teenager and constant, in case you couldn't tell, and I constantly was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was constantly told that I was like, me- like I had PMS, and I'm like, no, I had my period like last week. Like, I'm just a bitch. I There's- am so yeah. fucking stupid that I thought you were going to be, like, I was constantly menstruating. <laughs> There's no. actually a section here where uh, some, we, somebody writes into this guy, Zach, who's 18, saying, I needed an interpreter, dear Zach, while I was telling my ex-boyfriend I wanted to stay friends. He was cocking his head and running his fingers through his hair. What does that mean? So his answer is he has lice. Um, <laughs> but, b- but back off, they, th- that YM doesn't like what Zach has to say. And they say, yeah, Zach, Zach's a that was kind of harsh. You must be experiencing irritable male syndrome. Nice. Which is good. Yeah. So. But I think that, like, the, I mean, just going, like, going back to, like, the PMS stuff, like, there's just, there's so much period shame out there, mm-hmm. and now you've got 14-year-old girls writing in, getting advice from a dude who's basically, like, totally shaming them, yeah. and, like, just, uh, girls out there, if you're listening, if you're young, like, don't, don't go to 18-year-old boys for advice, for advice about your body Listen, and your don't period. go to any men. Other than your doctor, if he's male, for yeah. advice about your body don't and your period. Don't go to a male doctor, by the way. Don't, maybe just like, go I, to a male doctor. Personal, per, like, small personal story. I went to an all-girls high school. All girls. And I still was ashamed to have my period. Mm-hmm. It took me 15 fucking minutes every time to take off my pad. Because when anybody came into the into the bathroom, I stopped pulling it off because it makes a noise. Yeah. It's Same. crazy That's how much shame and embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. And that's in an all-girls school. That's yeah. in an all-girls school. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Pad or pond. Yeah. When, when, like, when you're at an all-girls school, you're going through menstruating stuff. And something like the, the concept of PMS comes up. Do you get that shame from other women or from other young women? I don't think it came up at like my school. Like it was just that was just me. Like that was a personal thing. That was okay. more me than any kind of like culture at that school being like making it into like this shame thing. But it was just like it was just it you know, it's just so ingrained from elsewhere like these kinds of articles and it's like you've got these you know you've got these articles in these magazines that you know we've talked about it before that these were all very forward magazines Mm -hmm. and then they have stuff like this and it's kind of a huge fucking letdown and it's you know like it just you know it's it blows my mind in a different way because I just I see this and it's it just reminds me so much of what it was like to grow up Mm -hmm. and feel like super fucking ashamed well and also not not like really understanding like where some of it comes from and it's sort of like oh I was reading these magazines and digesting this information like these are like advice columns it's like when somebody like writes into savage love and you like go back and read which is my favorite section to read of the now magazine by the way I I always go straight for it yeah I have a hard time with Dan Savage now yeah it's like it's like interesting that sometimes like this stuff going through these old like magazines and stuff right sometimes it can take you back to the past and have you feel in that kind of shameful way but like somehow a lot of this to me is like pretty empowering just realizing how kind of like dumb things, I mean, like how dumb I was at least, you know, and just how 
there is kind of a potential at least to at least on the surface you know like things today seem better I even i don't know i don't know if they seem better but like They're i just feel better. like this is this is just I talk about my period now so much. It's one of my favorite things to do <laughs> because I have a period once a week every fucking month for the bulk of my life. I'm going to fucking talk about it. Guys, can I just say once something? Once a week? Humbly as... Dis- once, uh, uh, one week every month. <laughs> once a week every month <laughs> like, for the bulk of my it's life. It's been one week since I had a period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? Guys, yeah. can we stop calling it menstruating and start calling it women's trading <laughs> am i right <laughs> oh that was actually good good one i, like I, just, I also just want to speak on, on that point too just like maybe i i don't really i don't want to go so far and say things are better because like if things were so good we really wouldn't be having this These conversations podcast, yeah. but no, we wouldn't. i feel like i feel like it is within me and it's still within me to kind of like grow and to get better than then absolutely that, right well and in so question it might, not, it might not be the, in the within the media but i feel within myself like i can educate myself and i still have further to go and i feel but like you know and you're an adult in your 30s these guys even if they even did write this they're 18 years old yeah. so it's like and, and i would say if i went and spoke to an 18 year old you know guy right now he'd have the exact same disgust yeah. i dated a guy last two years ago that was in his late 20s and and he was disgusted. Ooh, good for you, girl. Yeah, older than usual, let me tell you. And he was <laughs> disgusted with periods. He was disgusted. He hated the idea that he was like, what do you, when you have your period and you're in the shower and there's blood down, you know, by the drain, that is disgusting. Oh, and my I was, God. I was like, what? Is that you actually telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> do you even know how you came to what be here? What a cornball. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> so, uh, but, like, I think that I, I'm, I'm okay with men being like, what the fuck? Like, and not realizing it because you're men. It's fine you guys i you know what i am okay i am okay for it for five fucking minutes you get five minutes to have your mind blown and then you need to get the fuck over it like if you're dating guys who are 18 or 17 that's a point but by the time you're you're in your (laughs) mid-20s you should have spent enough time with women having girlfriends where you a period is just like you know not well, and now I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like you know you should have spent more time anymore. having girlfriends and stuff. No, you should have maybe you're more. not maybe you're not yeah. dating girls, but you just should around women. But you should be around women. women. Mm-hmm. You should be around women, and you should be learning what they go through, and so that it's not a fucking shock that the patriarchy is shocking to you now. Yeah. Like we've been living it. Women out there have been living it. You know, like trans people, people of color, any kind of person that's been marginalized has been going through this. Mm -hmm. So, like, as a white man, you have five minutes. I'm giving you five fucking minutes (laughs) to be to be shocked by all of this, and then get over it and start and open a fucking. I think there's no reason, like, at a certain age, like at a certain age, you have to be. If there's a guy who has any kind of period issues post the age of like eight, thirteen. I'm Thir- gonna go with thirteen. No, thirteen That's is pushing guy. It's it a still, little bit. Our bodies are still weird. Our bodies point. ourselves. But but by the time you like, my body's still weird. If a guy has any issues with periods, that's a deep seated problem with him and women. I actually, for me, when I look it. back at that person I was dating, I know that that was um uh, that actually stemmed from something culturally and, name and, names. and how he was. No 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 no. <laughs> I don't even actually remember his name. To be quite honest with you, I don't remember I, his name. Yeah. What was he like? It's religious? He was like a Lubavitch or something like that. He couldn't have sex with you on <laughs> your, when you're menstruating. Actually, like, is that a thing? Yeah, the yeah, Lub- that is well, a thing. Well, like they're not allowed yeah. to. I know see in the each Orthodox other. community, right? And you have to go to the mikveh, is it the bath after? You're not allowed to see your wife. You're yeah, not allowed to have mm-hmm. any you can't contact sleep in the same bed. with your own no. wife mm-hmm. during no. that time, which is kind of like, I mean, it's extremely the still thing. That's what religion is. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming true. Can I interject for a second? Yes. It's actually good, though, because if your husband's sketch, like if you kind of uh. just like, uh, about your husband, you could just be like, it's that mm-hmm. time of the month. Leave me alone. You kind of use it as an excuse to like not see him if you're Lubavitch, but I guess. okay. So this Jay guy is a huge douche. I'm just gonna preface that. Um, we should look him up on Facebook. Jay Newcomen, 18. Let's see if he still has the same views. All right. So Larissa, 14, from Red Deer, Alberta, writes: Is activism a turnoff? Dear Jay, I work for the student newspaper and I belong to students and teachers opposing prejudice and my school's gay-straight alliance. I also volunteer a lot. I don't turn many heads except when I wear my suit and tie to school, but that's a different story. Can you tell me what guys think of globally-minded girls like myself? I'll tell you what girls think. You're amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Zach seems to say that... 
I've had many a vegetarian feminist anti-establishment viewpoint shoved in my face. It's not fun. Guys are scared by a girl they think is going to persecute them for something they're not guilty of. This is Jay Newcomb, a no, no, it's Zach. college freshman. It's Zach. Yeah. Zach, Zach Rosen, a college freshman from Illinois. Why is it. Zach involved in this? Oh, Zach yeah, is a they, different guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. it's a panel of douches, bro. It's not just one. It's a panel. They have the <laughs> <power> <laughs> of it's just a full panel of <laughs> douches. Not how it always is. Douches. It's never just one. Yeah, it's basically like you know, uh, American Idol, but for douches and yeah. girls asking for advice from college freshmen who are supposed to be educated. It's like disturbing borderline that this dude is like. You know what? You better. You want to slow down on that activism. Maybe slow down on educating yourself because you're gonna have no time to fuck. Basically, is what he's saying. You yeah. Know? And it's just Ain't like no it's time a to sad. Fuck. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot of young. You know, there's a lot. So many young like girls like reading this uh, that are just at that age of like they're deciding whether or not to be a slacker or whether or not to be like an overachiever. You know. And they're trying to find like, themselves and they're trying to become comfortable cool. with who they are. Yeah. yeah. And for someone to tell you that you shouldn't be that way because they're intimidated by you is absolutely inappropriate. Yeah. Let's take a break because I think we're going good. And then we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with the quiz. Hello, we are back uh, with Girly Mags. We're going to jump right into a celebrity quiz called Make a Celeb Cutie Connection. So the way this usually works is somebody decides to take the quiz and get the final answer, and then we will read who your celebrity crush is. And this time around, it's going to be Rowey. We decided it was Rowey because he's drinking yeah. uh, Smirnoff Ice right now. <laughs> yeah. Which is a delicious drink. Yeah. I had Not to go advertising. I had to go buy that for him, and I was like, oh, my toxic masculinity hurts. <laughs> it was like asking James to buy a pawn. <laughs> I buy those all the time. He does. He'll there go you go. So this could be a good ad for smear knife ice. Like, you know, yeah. somebody or who's tampons. very comfortable with their own masculinity has no problem downing a couple Smirnoff ices. They taste like pop and it's summertime. And it's so nice out too, so Mm -hmm. it looks like it's delicious. Very refreshing. (laughs) Smirnoff ice, I suggest you fuck with us, Girly Mags. You can sponsor us. uh, (laughs) There's even a lime in it, so you can call it a cocktail. Yeah, you don't have to do that that male bullshit where you like ice someone surprisingly. (laughs) You can just enjoy a Smirnoff ice yourself. You don't have to (laughs) tie it into some kind of weird masculine competition thing. No surprise. You're the one that brought up toxic masculinity (laughs) hurting you. That's how it felt when I bought it, yeah. There are no surprises here. I love Smirnoff ice, guys. bar when we go that's not true i'll order a mixed drink i have a weird compulsion about ordering something with diet in it because then i'm just like it's just like very obvious that i'm just watching the body image quiz yeah i I should (laughs) next time next time you guys see young manischewitz at the bar order me a pink drink and we'll you know (laughs) ask me anything (laughs) last time i speaking of asking questions yeah should we start the quiz yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay you want to read it uh yeah sure so Make a celeb cutie connection. Crushing on a famous hottie, channel your dream dude obsession into discovering the real life guy who's the perfect match for you. All right, question number one. Your idea of a great first date would be A, a motorcycle ride, B, shooting pool at a billiards club, C, a romantic dinner for two, D, a poetry reading and deep discussion, Uh. E, grabbing a latte at a local coffee house, F, a Jim Carrey movie marathon. (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of options yeah Yeah. i mean like do you have a pen to mark it technically that the question is about what is the perfect date and you know i feel like i would probably want to go on the motorcycle but if i liked if i actually liked the person it would be kind of like a terrible date you can't talk on it you can't talk on it which (laughs) could work in your favor you know so i don't know nice I'm gonna go with the motorcycle though, cause it seems fun. <laughs> if you, you know, cause if you're, if you kind of like, you can get to smell them, kind of, you know, and yeah. you can kind of feel feel out their smell on the yeah, motorcycle. It's, it's a, Actually, a, I think that's a great idea I because think, I will yeah. say that lately I'm on the hunt. I'm, I'm putting my scent out there, and I notice that every time a man walks by me, I'm sniffing him. So I actually think I agree, and I would also pick the motorcycle. Every ride. time a man walks by you, like not even one you're potentially attracted yeah. to, just like not in Parkdale, but like <laughs> guys, like everybody knows that you know, first date is really 
anything else that you do is an accoutrement to like being close enough to actually get to smell the Take person and realize if you want to fuck with them on the second date. Like, yeah. yeah if they smell good, they got a second date. Really, the question should That's be really which, which, which option do you think you could smell your partner better? <laughs> but I'm sorry, I just don't know That's that we how, turn, That's we how turn, I'm reading I'm it. more of less than an animal, I guess. I like to have some conversation on a date rather than just smelling someone and deciding if I want to present to them or not. <laughs> That's Shout what, out to all the sensitive males. That's what pre-texting before the date is hey, supposed to be. Wh- where'd you grow up? <laughs> 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 Where, where'd you grow up? <laughs> so we're going right, motorcycle? motorcycle? Smells good, the motorcycle, yeah. Okay, right. great. Question number two. You fall for a guy at first sight if you spotted him reading A, the source, B, Maxim, C, GQ, D, an Ernest Hemingway novel, E, outside, F, Bazooka Joe comics. What's outside? Or G, High Times. It's a a magazine that's like about like being outside. I think it would be like Bazooka Joe comics because like, (laughs) you know, like I I, kind of like I'm dumb. But, you know, <laughs> either that or the source. Source would be number two. I, so saw, I, saw, I saw a little girl, like, on the, on the subway today reading, like, just a torn up copy of, like, Archie, Ma- like Archie comics. And I thought it was really cute. <laughs> I think it's kind of sad. Why is it torn? There's I don't a, know. A, Maybe she just loves it that much oh that yeah. it's, like, super worn out because she, like, loves, like, Archie comics. I love seeing kids read it. But really yeah, it makes heart. me really happy. Sorry. In my uh, Bazooka Joe comics, they came in a gum wrapper, double <laughs> bubble. So he's sitting there with a bunch of these tiny little gum wrappers <laughs> yeah. on the street. And his mouth is full of gum. Of like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he can't even speak because his mouth is so full. Ew. Can you imagine falling in love with a guy who was reading a Maxim? <laughs> no. That's no. so gross. It's just, like. Like how to these are the girls with the biggest tits around. Yeah, they're like the grossest. This is a side shoot, by the way. My toxic masculinity podcast. Yeah. Oh toxic mas- guy mags where we read maxims <laughs> and be like, <laughs> oh, oh man, All check I- out the hooters on that one. <laughs> I remember an art like an article, and I think it was either like you know FHM or like t- or maxim, and it was just like how to like turn your feminist girlfriend into not a feminist that's oh not the God. actual title but it's like and they had photos of this one girl and like the first part of it like the first photo was like her as a feminist and it's like hairy armpits and blah 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 and then at slowly but surely she ends up in a bikini oh and like it i cannot was believe that's revolting. a real thing you want to slowly thing. change your partner and their deep held <laughs> beliefs if you want to be a, if you want to be a like a narcissistic <laughs> manipulator slowly i mean if there was an alternate like how to turn your jock progressive we wouldn't be that'd be actually <laughs> yeah. pretty good so. yeah because it's not toxic <laughs> i guess yeah in every way they're not equal there's like one's becoming a ba- one's like turning a bad person into a good person one's turning a conscious person into like a i would be okay with a quiz that was like i would be okay with like you know an advice column of like you know how to get teach him your put man the about the patriarchy <laughs> how to get him to put his chainsaw down <laughs> and pick up your heart <laughs> that's a great quiz that's the best title i've ever heard of a quiz before in my life it keeps going put yeah. the toolbox down and grab a smear off ice let's talk, <laughs> let's talk people also right, a good one right. let's get so to what know are you each picking? other what are you picking uh he got bazooka joe or oh, got the, the bazooka source or the source okay yeah, bazooka joe Number three, what's the first thing you notice about a dude when you meet him? A, whether he has any tattoos or piercings. B, whether he touches you while he's telling you a story. C, his massive muscles. D, how well he listens to you talking about your school day. E, whether he's relaxed and natural. F, his laugh. I'm waiting for G, his smell. (laughs) (laughs) His G smell. (laughs) His G spot. Oh, my God. All right, that's enough. (laughs) Okay. In his butt. You know what? I, I you know I'm all for humor. Like you know, when everything else goes, you can still laugh. So let's get that let's get that out of the laugh. way first. That's a great and answer. Let's figure right? out let's, let's figure answer, out yeah. if they can laugh. You don't even want to talk to them on the first day. You just want to ride a motorcycle with like a and they're laughing maniacally. <laughs> it goes nose, then the funny bone. You know what I mean? That's yeah. my priorities. I think, that's a great, I think it's a great answer. Okay. Four, the ultimate vacation with a cutie would be partying all week in New Orleans for the biggest bash ever, Mardi Gras. Thank you for, for letting us know that. B, dirty dancing at all the coolest clubs throughout New York. C, sunning on the beaches of Miami with other beautiful people. D, taking an art at the Louvre in Paris and going sightseeing in the city of light. E, camping in Tennessee's scenic Smoky Mountains. F, hitting all the comedy clubs in L.A. for nonstop laughter. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to go with sunning on the beaches of Miami with other beautiful people <laughs> because that would insinuate that I, too, was beautiful. <laughs> why I'd wouldn't like to, it I'd be, like to answer that. Why wouldn't it be cl- comedy clubs in New York and clubs in L.A.? Like, comedy clubs in L.A., there's, like, the Comedy Store, 
I that's all I can think of. New York is where you yeah, go for dirty been. dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is like peak. This is like peak. Like uh, like Jennifer Lopez waiting for tonight. Like that's what they played in clubs at yeah. this period of time. Uh, I'm into that. <laughs> I would be. I would be like watching, watching dirty dancing in my apartment and not talking to people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if Smelling that doesn't myself. make you like, <laughs> that's like Drinking proto twerking ice. at its best. Eating tons of onion rings then making out all night. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Callback. Okay. Question number five. Your idea of a well-dressed babe is a guy who's sporting a anything from leather pants to cowboy hats. He doesn't care what people think. B a great smile. Beyond that, it doesn't matter what he's wearing. C the trendiest styles and sunglasses. A D a save the rainforest T-shirt. E comfy, <laughs> comfy jeans, a rugby shirt and sandals. F his South Park <laughs> baseball cap. You. Those are all horrible. <laughs> They're all horrible. Uh, like I totally didn't hear anything else past the leather pants. I think you would pick the fashion one though because you're very fashionable. Like yeah. as soon as you said the leather pants, I stopped listening yeah. completely. All right, all right, pants. we're gonna you go. Didn't, you didn't miss much. <laughs> Why couldn't they? There wor- wasn't many options after that that were good. Yeah. Why couldn't they word that in like different archetypes of males, like a fancy suit? Or leather pants and like a tank top, like a rocker style. Like, why didn't they make different styles? Or like uh, Tommy Hilfiger jeans and like a big polo, you know, like rap style, like so you could choose a, a different guy. A rugby shirt and sandals. <laughs> yeah. That's a guy back then. A striped shirt and gel in his hair. That was big back With then. With the flip in the front. Yeah. Yeah. The you, you guys have heard that. Like, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard this talk around town where like there's some people that will choose a partner. That then they try to fix them up, right? So like you'd probably eye someone out that's like, okay, rugby shirt and the sandals <laughs> and shit. He's got like a toe ring maybe too. No, and it's sort of like you a know I can work ring. with this. He has a nice smile, I but actually not I, work care, with the toe I care. Ring. With I have a story about they, a toe they, ring. Oh, no. I would love to hear your toe ring story. <laughs> Uh, I started kind of dating this guy and we slept together and like after we had sex I looked down and he had a toe ring and he had true love tattooed on his feet knuckles. Oh my God. <laughs> feet knuckles. Feet. <laughs> how, how hasty was I your retreat? <laughs> Anyways, and I was like, oh my God, is that a toe ring? And he was like, yeah. And then like wiggled his toes and I was like, <laughs> yeah. and it's just disgusting. Oh no. <laughs> And I like honestly, like I mean, I find like this is gonna sound weird, but I find feet really sexy. Like <laughs> if fetish? you male no, feet? I don't, I don't have a male foot fetish. It's like if I like knock on somebody's door and they're like totally relaxed in their own like you know space? apartment yes. and space and wearing like you know jeans and no socks on and just barefoot. Like I'm super. You should into deliver it. pizza because <laughs> I bet that you would come upon that many times. Uh, I'm missing my calling. <laughs> I should be, I should be like delivering Gino's pizza. Or something. I put, like I put on shoes to get delivery from people. <laughs> I put on, I, I, I don't. 100% put on shoes. I I only put on shoes and I'm naked otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were taking a quiz. Did you even pay attention to the questions? Yeah, no, what I were they? The, the lo- yeah, I it was told you. We, I it lost it after the leather pants. Toe ring. Pick toe ring. Wow, I totally forgot what the question was. Okay, what's the next question? Your guy just scored two awesome front row seats to a concert. You'd be so psyched to crack out the glow sticks if the tickets were for A, Limp Bizkit, B, Enrique Iglesias, C, 98 Degrees. Shout out to Jeff Timmons our number one follower. He loves us. D, Savage Garden, E, Dave Matthews Band, or F, Blink-182. All right. I'm going to go. This is a two-part answer. What I would absolutely not want it to be was a Limp biscuit <laughs> because <laughs> as much as I'd wanted to kind of like, you know, shield me from all of the fucking aggressive moshing and all of the <laughs> crazy mayhem that would be, t- be taking place, he would be powerless no matter what. Like... <laughs> So I'm gonna have to go with Enrique because he's the most romantic choice in that in that lot. Oh, true. So you're not uh, you, you're not doing it all for the nookie, the nookie. <laughs> uh, is there it would weird be no nookie with my ribs when, broken. Sometimes when people think the world is really bad, we have to remind people that at one point Corn and Limp Bizkit were the most popular bands in the world. Like teenage <laughs> girls listened to them. Like that was their pinups. Like Fred Durst was like a sex symbol. Dude, how did <laughs> yeah. somebody with the last name? Durst get famous Durst. in the first place. Durst. I have no idea. Robert Durst. How did a guy with the last Robert name Trump Durst. become president? 
No one knows. No one knows. I mean, but Trump. Sorry, guys. Not to get political on you. (laughs) Trump. I also remember when like Limp Bizkit and Corn were playing that huge music festival. I think it was like the like bringing Woodstock shit fest and like so much fucking sexual assault happened. Woodstock. Woodstock '94. Yeah. Yeah. It was after that. It was after that. But I remember. Yeah, I remember reading about like all of this like really gross shit that was happening to like the female audience or whatever, like the female concert goers, and I was just like, and I'm so glad I'm on my couch and not anywhere near that yeah. whole awful business. Yeah, on top you need to be on guard. On yeah. top of the gross shit. stuff that happened to the female consolation, they had to li- listen to Limp Biscuit and Corn. Oh, like the worst. St- they still have fans. It's insane. Nice. Seven, you'd have a haughty horse show on your hands if your new boyfriend, A, actually met with your parents' approval, B, hated PDAs, C, didn't look totally hot 24-7, D, talked only about himself, E, planned out every last detail of a date, or F, had a serious brooding tood. <laughs> Apostrophe tood. Brooding tood is sexy. Brooding yeah. tood, tood is like, yeah, yeah let's go with the tood. As so a yes. I like the tood. I hate it. A brooding tood? A broody, like, bro- like, just like a miserable, like, oh, I can't negative. do it. Yeah. Can't do it. No. I wouldn't handle it if they were always talking about themselves. That would bother yes. me. No, that would too. If somebody, that- if somebody is like, even as much as they have success in life, as many amazing things that are happening to them, it like sometimes can get too much if it's just like, I this is all the through and how good I am at them and stuff like that. Like, good for you yeah. has to come in there somewhere. If it's coming from a place of like, <laughs> where you're, you're just like, you've never thought you were good at something and you're starting to practice self-love, I think yeah. that's completely that's different. different. Yeah. That's completely different. But I'm just really sensitive to like constant bad moods. Like yeah. it will make me just want to like not, it all just end up hiding out in my apartment yeah. and never leaving. Like it Negative. actually affects me that much. Yeah. I think Same. though, I think what I'm talking about is just this relentless referral to oneself. And yeah, like how yeah. That's different. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, and it's no not somebody just like so super in loving themselves. It's yeah. actually like you're not even here. Like yeah. you're just, it, what if, if, if I, I leave, you're doing the same thing. Thing and it comes back, sense. and you're doing the same thing. What oh. if he never stops talking about his moody too? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a double win. You just don't so, so you really got passionate D. about this. So I'm gonna go with D. Talked only about themselves. Is you're like, no. Yeah, okay. I think that's what he chose. Yeah. All right. Number eight. You'd hand over your phone number in a second to a cutie who a played by his own set of rules. B set set his wandering eyes on you. C looked absolutely amazing in a tank top. D volunteered as a big brother. E <laughs> didn't pressure you for sex. Or F tossed off a hilarious pickup line. D- was that didn't pressure you for sex? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the oh only That's him an God. option. Wait, she, he doesn't even have your number yet? And he's you're like, oh, at least he didn't pressure me for yeah, sex. It's no, like, that's, that's, that's how crazy. I take men yeah. all the time. That's just like <laughs> the darkest way to enter. Like, that's the lowest bar you're setting for yeah. yourself is he's not pressuring me into sex. So I'll give him my number. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, just the lowest expectations. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, D. Shout out to my buddy Norm, who actually <laughs> volunteers as a big brother and also happens to be single. Nine. Your crush is coming over with a rented flick. You'd really dig it if he brought A, The Matrix, B, 10 Things I Hate About You, C, Cruel Intentions, favorite, mm. D, American Beauty, also great, Goodwill Hunting, or Superstar. Really? If you're nervous, like you can stick your fingers in the armpits and smell them like this? I'd be kind of like a little <laughs> obsessed if, if they brought over... 10 things I hate yes. about you yeah. because I'd be it. like is that like some sort of statement about like is, is is he trying to tell me something like you do not like me 10 different what are you trying to do what sorry you trying to say you need someone needs to say something sorry and we don't we don't we don't censor ourselves I once here. had a girl bring out. over a movie and it was like she was like really wanted to show me this movie and it was the movie secretary yeah. oh I love which it. is about a BDSM relationship yes and only years later did I realize oh she was trying to tell me that that's the kind of like sexual experience she enjoys or that she has fantastic taste in movies I think she was like because she told me once like kind of like in the background like oh I really like a guy who takes control and I was like, oh, it's cool. And then we watched, like, let me show you this movie. And I was like, mm, good movie. Let's have missionary sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. So, like, so I ten things think, hate about you? yeah, like, no, no. At the end of the day, I'm going to pick D and I take American Beauty yeah, because I'll tell you why. You know, there's so many, like, shots. There's so much footage of that bag floating in the <laughs> air that it's the best time to, like, make out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what else do you do then? All right. D, if you had a whole Sunday afternoon with nothing to do, you'd call your boyfriend to a come over and do girly mags because that's when we record just kidding take a long drive with no destination help you pick out a new bikini work out 
Come over to look at old photo albums, rent a movie, or pull some pranks on your younger sibs. C, then B. First of all, I work out, <laughs> and then I invite them over <laughs> to help me pick to out a new bikini. <laughs> and <laughs> then, yeah, well, I mean, they'd be smelling me anyway, because I, I wouldn't shower after the workout either on purpose, right? Nice. And just be like, oh, I'm so sweaty from working out. Like, what do you think about this? Do you like this two-piece? <laughs> All right, you die to share a steamy love scene with this TV star. Wild man hide on that 70s show. Sly Elliot on Just Shoot Me. Mysterious sexy angel on Angel. Carrying Noel on Felicity. Mellow Matt on Seventh Heaven. Goofy Chandler on Friends. <laughs> like the only person on here that I can think of would be David Bourne as the angel. Angel, on angel. yeah. That's but literally the only show I watched. Yeah. Or hide, but. Uh. No, I wasn't into that show. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of he was kind of a moody. He just had so much sarcasm and attitude. He had a like, broody dude. Yeah, he had a broody dude. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, I mean, I don't really feel anything for uh, any of these people, to be honest. But I'm gonna go for like the adjectives that they describe. So we got either wild man, we got the sly. Oh wait, mellow mad on mysteriously Heaven. sexy. You're like, no. Can you not choose Chandler? <laughs> I think I think <laughs> oh I'm gonna God. go. In the end. I would like to choose the mysteriously sexy angel on Angel. Yeah. Obviously, the title role. Good choice. Bro with the title role. Come on. He's going to pass that up. Yeah. All right. Last question. In your daydreams, the cutie in your chemistry c- class asks you to go out with him by A, sneaking into the principal's office and popping the big Q over the PA system. B, writing you a cute note and smoothly plopping it on your ha- in your hand as he strolls oh, by. That Wait, word. did you say I hate that word? Plopping it? Plopping <laughs> it on your hand? Oh, smoothly horrible word. Smoothly plopping it No on boy's going to plop anything on me. <laughs> D, he squatches in your patch. <laughs> C, gazing Dang at you in class and saying, let's go ignite our Bunsen burners, baby. Like it. <laughs> D, handing you a bouquet of freshly picked daisies with an invitation for a romantic dinner. Nice. E, sending you an email asking you if you want to hang out at his house. Lazy. F, getting down on one knee and rapping a ridiculous rhyme that cracks you up. We already know what the answer <laughs> is for real. Yeah, right. we do. It's the rhyme. The way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the way to get into young man of shit, it's his heart. And it's through a ridiculous rhyme. <laughs> Smooth plop. Definitely not like the jumbotron move. Like, uh, what is this fucking like? Uh, what is it, Wrigley Field or whatever? Go Wait, on no. the PA over your whole high Boston school. Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox. Who do they play? They like, play uh, at Wrigley Field. Is it no, that's, Wrigley? That's, no, that's, that's the Cubs. That's the Cubs. Man. Sorry, Fenway oh, Park. Man. Fenway Park. Obviously, Girly Mags does not have an extensive <laughs> knowledge. Fenway of Park. I knew. It Nobody's from. tuning into Girly Mags to listen to your Fenway baseball Park. taps. <laughs> yeah, it's like jumbotron moves. Anyway, so guys, why you Mike Trout this year. How's Mike Trout doing? Oh, God. Oh, I can't believe you had that. (laughs) All right. So, you got mostly Ds. So, let's see. You got three Ds. Oh, That's like in high school. Sensitive sweetie. Freddie Prince Jr. (laughs) What you crave most out of a relationship is a best bud. So, the guy you're sweating is emotionally in touch like super sweetheart Freddie Prince Jr. You need to feel very comfortable talking about a fight with your friends or an unfair parent trap. This good listener helps you unleash your innermost thoughts. All right, Freddie Prince, not bad. And he's got two tickets to Enrique that, Iglesias. You know what? <laughs> that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Also, I lo- yeah, I love Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. He's such a good dude. He has tragedy in his past because his dad yeah. killed himself. Yeah, but he also and did. He also did like um like his wife is obviously Sarah S- Michelle Gellar. Still and too. She, I didn't yeah, know that. They're yeah. still together After and like twenty years. They ba- basically like Sarah Michelle Gellar had a huge had huge problems with like an eating disorder or something and like Freddie Prince Jr. basically just like taught himself how to cook got a cooking show just to make food for his wife yeah. and it's just I don't know I love that guy yeah. Chandler married can I, Monica can I, actually, can I actually like choose another guy because like that guy actually makes me look like the biggest asshole <laughs> I don't know if I want a boyfriend that's gonna just make me look like a turd you know who are the other options just in case he wants to switch it up Mark- Ooh, is Howie Mandel one of, or Howie <laughs> no straight up I like it maybe he'll change me into like a better person or it's some he's shit a good like that you know all I'm saying is he's a good dude to be who and Howie you, Mandel no, yeah, he no doesn't Freddie like he have all kinds of touching issues. He's scared of germs. Okay. Yeah. That's why he does the Why are we bump. talking about Howie Mandel? <laughs> Howie from the Backstreet Boys. I saw a photo and I thought his name was oh Howie God. Mandel. All right. The That's other options are, are Rockin' Rebel, AJ. B, Fierce Flirt, Mark McGrath. C, Sexy Stud, Paul Walker. Aw. R.I.P. Rip. The Sensitive Sweetie. And a Mellow Man, Scott Speedman. And Comedic Cutie, Seth Green. Quick sidebar. Who would you rather? Uh, <laughs> Angel or Spike? Angel. 
Who's Spike? Uh, Spike is the guy with the blonde hair. Angel. 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 You know what? It would have been Spike until he had that really awful scene in the seventh season or the sixth season, maybe, where he like got he. I don't know. He there was like a lot of sexual assault going on in that season. Evil. I didn't watch that season. After that season, I was like, stopped watching after Angel died because that's how much I preferred Angel. A turnoff was like how how hard his gelled hair was. It was like a sculpture on his head. Yeah. So much. If he like leaned forward and rammed at you, it would have been a weapon. I don't think it would have moved. Do you know how good that feels on your back, though? As That's like, true. Oh, it's like getting one of those like massage toys from Sharper's Drug yeah, Mart, but saying. like it's your boyfriend. Yeah. Treat Built yourself. In. Get one from Sharper Image. <laughs> Treat yourself. This conversation went off the rails. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with something else, and she's gonna blare some music, and we're gonna have a dance party. It's on. Okay, break time. <laughs> So there's an awesome article here about Indiari, who I loved. She was such a babe. Um, that was video, um, one of her biggest hits. And uh, yeah, there's a nice little article about her. She's nominated for seven, seven, gra- Grammys, seven Grammys that year. And won zero. And she was yeah. famously, I, no, I, really paid, I remember she won zero and it was like a, it was a historic loss. Mm-hmm. But she was very depressed with that. Let me go over the list of some of the main ones she lost and who she lost to. So she lost Record of the Year. She was nominated. Who won? Walk On by U2. I don't even remember Earth. that U2 song. Walk Off. Yeah. Please. <laughs> no idea. It's like if we if I had a phone back then, they would have tried to shove it in there. Bono, why don't you get on that first class plane trip? You put your hat on and then, <laughs> and then ride on it and go away. Yeah. Like Bono. Bono he hat on what he, else? He what bought else? a first-class ticket for his hat to be transported to where he was. Famously, what was the hat? Allegedly, what was the hat? I, I think the keyword is allegedly. You know, there? I don't particularly know which hat it was. I don't know. The hat doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> I don't uh, think Bono's even known for his hats. It actually says he's known for his sunglasses, but it was a hat. It no, he had that cowboy hat. Yeah, he went through his like Americana phase, you know. When he did run pop. New York. It was black, yeah. I think. No, Can we it was talk before pop. There were Americana back phases. Back to India yeah. Ari. India Ari, by the way, she was actually. It says she was really mad that she didn't win a Grammy. She actually said this in the article. Of course That's she was. So a bunch of white guys took away yeah. an award from a exactly. black woman. There's yeah. like seven. There's like what is that? There's six other Grammys. I kind of like album of the year. You know, uh, not saying, just saying. India, India lost. Uh, you know who else? Uh, Stankonia by Ocas was nominated. And uh, what one was the Oh Brother We're Out Thou soundtrack? That was a good album. It was a good soundtrack. It also says here um, that... Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm still going with the Grammy. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Right. Sorry. Song of the Year, she lost. She was nominated for her video, obviously. Uh, Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out Of by U2 was nominated. It's <sighs> uh, a real U2 I'm year. I'm like a bird, only fly away. Okay, okay you I need to stop. Stop it. Please. And then Drops of Jupiter was nominated. <laughs> That's a horrible <laughs> song. <laughs> song. <laughs> but what one was Fallen by Elisa Keys, which you can't argue with. Alicia. Yeah. Sha. Did you say is Alicia Keys? Is, is it Alicia or is it Alicia? Alicia Keys. That was kind of an amazing song, though. Yeah. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Oh, I don't agree. Best New so Artist. So good, actually. India Ree was nominated. Yeah, Nelly was. Furtado was nominated. David Gray, who I do not remember who that is. No. Uh, Lincoln Park was nominated. Yeah, I remember David Gray. Obviously, who should have won. And the winner was uh, Alicia Keys. I'm okay with that. No, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. that. And that's no, all I'm going to do. I'm sure she was nominated for more, but I'm not going to go deep in this list and figure out what they were. They right. asked a question here. Said, uh, "So, last question: Who's the coolest person in your phone?" Astero. Astero. She's a singer from Canada. Yeah, and you told me this fun bit that Jay Englishman is her brother. Yeah, I in think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Who Jay Englishman is? Just look up the video more, and it will bring you back to 2002. That I bought. I bought the album for that. Me too. Song. I was into it. I, I saw have no him idea at. Who that is. Jay Englishman? He, I'm telling you, he's around the, the Sky era. Remember Sky? Don't make it's me sing again. Kind of like a love song. Good old-fashioned love song. I loved that song. Same. I don't know that song. Where were you guys? Were you Obviously, we're not watching much I music in 2002. I was emotionally dead between <laughs> the years of 1999 and 2006. <laughs> I was wearing a TV. I was wearing a leather jacket in my first year at U of T. Wearing a sh- drunken monkey T-shirt, they were a popular yeah, brand. Basically, describing Triple Five Billy Soul Madison. sweater, 
I was dating a fundamental Christian who went to Hamilton, whatever, McMaster. Hamilton, It was the worst year of my life. (laughs) (sighs) So let's say goodbye to this episode. Uh, That one keeps going. That was fun. We had a lot of fun times. Uh, Next week, we're probably coming in with the same episode. Uh, We had a lot to do with this uh, magazine, so we're probably coming in with the same magazine, so we have a lot more to cover. 2002 was a long year, so I think it deserves a lot. lot There was also, like, a lot of really good stuff in this that we didn't want to cut out, so we're just going to fold this into two episodes because there was a lot of good material. You also have to, like, remind yourself that 2002... Any time after 2001, the world was, like, never the same. Like, yeah. during 2001, to like... They had the Space done. Odyssey. It's done. Yeah. You're done. Oh, you're talking about 9-11. <laughs> oh I thought you were talking God. about the Space Odyssey. Like, that changed everything. I was talking about, uh, actually... Oops. Really, really, when, it, when shit went down, it was like post Mulan. Like after Christina the Aguilera movie? hit that high C. After she hit that high C, shit was never I the same. I love that movie. You know, That's security like, I never airports it. was like oh. escalated. Hit that high C. That's what I used to do before We're I was out able of to here. do drugs. We're out of here. here. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. We're gonna play a song. Buns is a lot of things to a lot of people. For some, it's a place to find jobs or homes. For others, it's a resource for recommendations or to keep their finger on the pulse of their communities. It's also the home of the world's most vibrant, bartering network. Overall, Buns is a city network, connecting you with friends you haven't made yet to get the best out of your urban living.